everybody that's all uh, man horn. This is Benjamin Wednesday. This is Jerry, co driver of the Jeff Monster Truck. This is David Smith with King Crunch. Hey, this is Darren Basil. Hey, this is Mark Street, the driver of the Devastator Monster Truck. Gary Shut Jr. Hey, this is Barry Muscala, and you're listening to allmonster.com Beyond the Land. A picture or a video may be worth a thousand words, but sometimes bigger stories not always told. We are a program dedicated to telling you those stories analysts and opinions from those that go beyond the lens. We are allmonster.com beyond the lens. Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of allmonster.com's Beyond the Lens. This week I am joined by Hollywood Ed Horman near the home of Bigfoot, whom we'll be talking about later in O'Fallon, Missouri, and Dustin Hart, home near the home of Gravedigger in Nagshead, North Carolina. This week we're going to be taking a look at a couple of events. First in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, at the Olympic Stadium venue, and it was a great show there. Chris Arell put it on, and we wanted to discuss that one real quick. Uh, as we mentioned before, Bigfoot had a tremendous night there, but the big winner was Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter. No surprise there. He's taken victories in the Olympic Stadium at the past, uh, particularly in freestyle, putting on a clinic and just absolutely beating the heck out of Bounty Hunter. Fantastic job by Jimmy Creighton. Once again, just a great job overall. Guys, what did you think of Montreal? I thought it was a good event. I uh, I enjoyed it. I got to see some videos. Uh, we were just watching some videos right before we recorded the show. And uh, it, it, it definitely was an action-packed show. Uh, we heard from a few of the fans the racing brackets were kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, that's that happens at those type of shows. So that's not really a big deal to me. The, the freestyle is really what uh, a lot of those people come to see anyways. And, and Bigfoot, the uh, blue flame body that Larry Swim drove there, uh, he uh, planted it on its tail in freestyle and uh, caused a little bit of damage in that back end. Uh, as uh, You know, it, it was a pretty good hit and, and definitely uh, excited to see Larry get some uh, exposure on the bigger floors. Uh, another interesting note, too, was Darren Migas was driving the Red Baron uh, for the Jimmy Creighton camp there. Yeah, and uh, I had the opportunity to talk to uh, Bobo Ben Winslow uh, of Team 2 Extreme Racing, and uh, he filled me in on what's been going on with that whole situation. A lot of people have been wondering who's actually on the current driver roster for two extreme racing because there's been a lot of flip-flopping going on uh 2011 co-monster jam rookie of the year nick owens actually has some uh personal things to attend to and uh is sticking more around the shop for the time being so he's not out of the truck but uh he has taken a little bit of a uh a break as far as traveling to places like montreal uh that opens the door for a driver to hop in there um and Believe it or not, Darren Migas stepped up, filled that void. Uh, he is not leaving the Stone Crusher team, but uh, the second Stone Crusher is not always booked at shows uh, this time of year. That's another topic we'll, we will discuss uh, towards the end of the podcast. But uh, Darren Meeks still is uh, driving the second Stone Crusher, but when the second Stone Crusher is not booked, Steve Sims is kind enough to let Darren go out and uh, you know still cut his teeth driving some other trucks and uh, you know wearing some earn some bank for himself as well. So, you know, uh, definitely much respect for uh, Sims and Migas both, uh, as well as Creedence Camp, to, uh, you know, get a deal done and, and ensure that the fans get the best show they can. And uh, Ben Winslow will also be driving uh, the other bounty hunter and uh, was actually in, I believe it was in Oklahoma, the weekend of the Monster Jam World Finals. So uh, that is your current driver roster update for that team. 
And uh, Miggs obviously knows his way around any truck that he gets a hold of and uh, did a fantastic job in Montreal to go along with Creighton. Yeah, a couple other interesting news and notes uh, coming from Montreal. We saw the debut of a uh, of a new identity. Uh, one interesting thing you can always look for around uh, Chris Arell's Monster Spectacular events in Montreal. We've, we've seen quite a few different identities pop up in the past, like Red Baron. And uh, this weekend we saw the debut of uh, Higher Education. If you haven't gotten a chance to see this, it's a... It's quite an awesome looking body, if I must say. So I think uh, most of us are in agreement with that. It's a it's a little bit goofy looking. And it's a little bit corny, but I think it looks pretty sweet. And uh, the higher education was put on uh, the second black stallion chassis, and uh, it's a bus, and it's pretty sweet looking, if I must say so. Um, definitely kind of a, a really cool, clever idea coming out of there uh, from the uh, Monster Spectacular camp. And then uh, speaking again of the Vodders camp. Uh, Mike Vodders Jr. got his first chance to freestyle Black Stallion an event and uh, did a pretty good job, if I must say so. Uh, Junior's had a lot of time and experience in uh, freestyle motocross. There's a good chance if you've seen, you know, freestyle motocross demo uh, on the East Coast at a Monster Jam, there's a good chance that it was Mike Vodders involved in it, or Mike Vodders Jr. was involved in it and uh, did a fine job uh, going out there and freestyling. Um, Chris Bergeron and Brutus, we saw him return to the seat after uh, the World Finals, and he did a great job in his freestyle. He was definitely not afraid to charge anything out there at all, uh, right back to his usual self. He uh, got a spectacular slap wheelie out of Brutus and uh, did a great job this weekend. Yeah, that was one of the themes that I wanted to touch on, Dustin, that you mentioned was both Larry Swim and Chris Bergeron had had tall orders in that they're still working their way back from uh, getting beat around in the seat of the truck a little bit. And it was really good to see both of them go out there and have aggressive, great runs. And, uh, you know, hey, as Ed mentioned, that Bigfoot truck was skying in Montreal. There was no hint of fear when Larry Swan was behind the wheel. It was good to see out of that truck. It was good to see out of that driver. And uh, I really enjoyed seeing that. And, hey, who doesn't like a school bus monster truck? I mean, I've been waiting for this to happen in a race truck for the longest kind of time. And I hope it sticks around. I hope it isn't just one of those one-off type of bodies. I think this could be an identity that, you know, really hits home with the kids. There's nothing wrong with Iron Warrior. There's nothing wrong with Black Stallion. But I, I think it would be pretty cool to see that body on that truck for, uh, you know, a longer duration than just a few shows. All right, definitely a great show there for Chris Arell Motorsports, as always, in Montreal. And now we head down to... A little bit warmer climate, I imagine. Naples, Florida, the beginning of the I Love Florida tour for the second quarter of Monster Jam season. And uh, it was definitely a great, great event at the Florida Motorsports Park. Obviously, a lot of legendary swamp buggy racing going on, but they drain out that sippy hole and uh, get everybody in there. And obviously, a great three-show weekend. And uh, Pablo Huffaker was one of the big stories of the weekend. Took four victories, I believe, on the weekend. And... uh, Great job there to Pablo. Usually that's a show that I see Randy Brown driving at, but uh, Huffaker came in there, Texas came to Florida and dominated. It's always an interesting uh, time down at uh, Florida Motorsports Park, uh, Naples. It's uh, it's one of the more unique venues the uh, Monster Jam Tour goes to, you know, throughout the summer. Um, you know, if you're not aware, as Robbie alluded to earlier in the lead-in, you know, it's a swan buggy racing course. It's a very huge, vast, expansive area. Uh, there's a lot of room for these guys to get out and play on. It's actually one of the longer racing courses, too, we see out of the Monster Jam series. And uh, 
that always leads for some interesting moments. You get to see something a little bit different from, you know, your average Speedway show or your average arena show and stuff like that. Um, you know, just so much room out there for those guys to really get out and get creative and start doing some cool stuff and freestyle. Um, tip of the cap to John Seasock, who I saw recently in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, ever since he stepped behind the wheel of the uh, Advanced Auto Parts grinder this year, he has really stepped up his freestyle game tenfold. Um, did a fantastic job in Raleigh, really was working that small floor like a pro. And then coming down to Naples, you know, he was really legging that truck out, really getting creative, trying some different stuff, getting some huge air out of the grinder, and uh, really just did a did a fine job. I'm really, you know, we've always kind of known Seasock as being more for a racing ace, you know, with his two racing championships in Las Vegas uh, behind the wheel of Batman. But, you know, that body with the way it was, you know, kind of you kind of had to take it a little bit easier, be a little more reserved in how you freestyle because it's such an expensive piece. And, uh, you know, with the grinder body, you, you know, the, the, uh, the Ford F-150 bodies, they've got a ton of those on stock and on, and on hand. They're not nearly as expensive to recreate and reproduce. So, you know, there's a little less pressure there, and, and so you can, can open it up and leg it out just a little bit more. And uh, he's done exactly that and, you know, really done a fantastic job so far this season. That's a fantastic point. To add on to what you said there, Dustin, uh, you got to look at the trucks that Seasock drove in the past. He drove his own truck for the longest kind of time as an independent. Obviously, there's not much of a budget there. Then he ended up, uh, you know, with the T-Max team, had a bigger budget, but, uh, you know, also had a couple of trucks in the trailer there, and you wanted to make sure everything went well for the sponsor. But uh, he was still getting used to the fact that he couldn't, you know, he, he, he wasn't driving sudden impact anymore. He had a little more of a budget. Then he moves to Batman where, okay, you got to, Got a little bit of a corporate budget, but uh, as you mentioned, you know, that's an expensive body, and you can't really leg it up in freestyle. So without maybe without justification, we always viewed John as, a, uh, as just a racing driver. Um, now he's getting an opportunity where, you know, he and Frank Kremel, I believe, both stepped their games up this year as a result of the freedom they have behind the wheel. And that's the biggest thing right there. You have the freedom to, you know, have a sponsor like Advance come in there and say, hey, you run how you want to run. We'll foot the bill. We just want to see some W's on the board, and uh, they've done a great job of that. I really enjoy seeing them get their freedoms after both of them starting out as as independent drivers and uh, learning the ropes and you know respecting the equipment. So it's cool to see a guy like John get out there and be able to leg it out on a course like this. Uh, another person that started out as an independent, uh, Alex Blackwell, also had a great weekend. I wanted to touch on him because he did take a racing victory, was solid up there in freestyle. He had some bad luck in Vegas, and, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does. He's actually scheduled for an event in uh, Europe in Batman, so a little bit of a change of pace there for him coming up. But uh, in Naples, he did a great job there, too. Ed, what do you have for us? The one thing that uh, I definitely saw from the event was the domination that Pablo Huffaker had in the Gravedigger. I know I got to see a few videos of his freestyles, and uh, he definitely... um, continued the uh his run from the world finals it was cut show short and he put down some great freestyles and it was definitely great to see that from him bounce back from the problem he had at the finals to uh win this event here in naples so that was very good to see and a tip of the cap to him for that definitely now the things we touched on as far as second quarter and everything we have some great things in store for you uh via allmonster.com and a few opportunities that we've had come on board uh, all of our clients have re-signed for this year, and uh, we want to thank every one of them. You will be seeing an updated little uh, navigation bar up at the top of allmonster.com. 
you'll be able to see all of the the affiliations, all of the clients, all of our friends at allmonster.com. We want to appreciate and thank everybody that supports us and uh, all of our clients. Be sure to check out their websites. Now, going along with that, we have a big update to Larry Quick's Ghost Rider site, ghostridermt.com or quickmotorsports.com. Either one of those will take you to uh, photos and video of uh, a lot of new things going on for that camp. Uh, heading into the second quarter, going along with this second quarter story, uh, Larry is going to have his new chassis available and uh, debut it on July 4th weekend. And uh, that's going to be an interesting show. You want to check out the schedule on the site there. You can see photos of the build on their Facebook and on GhostRiderMT.com. So be sure to check out Larry. He's also got uh, something planned for the Vermonster event. Uh, wants to keep it under wraps for right now, other than that he's got something planned that's never been done before in a monster truck. So stay tuned for that as well. That's going to be one of the highlights of the second quarter, should it go well. Uh, going along with that, we wanted to announce the signing of a new website. want to thank Zane Ratu, Lindsay, his wife as well, for uh, RatuMotorsports.com. That's going to be a big thing this summer. Uh, Zane is heading out on the road with a brand new truck on the way, the Stinger truck bringing it back from the Bigfoot days to current independent operation, getting started off on a good note. Zane's excited about it in the conversations that I've had with him. Uh, things have been going well for him and the team, and they are ready to test that truck in about a week and a half. So be on the lookout for the Stinger truck coming to a venue near you, and look at RatuMotorsports.com here in the future. We are working on getting that website up for them, so be sure to check all that stuff out. That's going to be another story coming into the second quarter the re-debut re of an old name. Also, we have even more coming at you. Uh, Dustin Hart was kind enough to go out and shoot for us once again at Dennis Anderson's Muddy Motorsports Park. Right away, you see the Anderson boys are still playing with their toys, this time in the mud. Fantastic event. And uh, we have the announcement of a brand new website coming up, expanding a little bit, and uh, heading into the mud for allmudders.com. Dustin, why don't you tell us about the event at the Motorsports Park as well as the new website that's on the way? Well, first of all, it's always a blast to go up to uh, Dennis Anderson's Muddy Motorsports Park. If you aren't aware of what goes down at Dennis Anderson's Muddy Motorsports Park, it's hill and hole mud racing as well as a, a few other random things going on there like autocross or a few various stunts. Uh, we've seen Ryan Anderson take old Suburbans and blast them through campers and whatnot. It's just a fun little simple event, um, you know, kind of an all-day thing. Uh, you know, really great. It's really family-friendly, you know, fun to go to. And uh, always always a blast up there. Uh, thanks goes out to uh, pretty much everybody at the Mud Park, the entire staff, uh, the Anderson family, you know, everybody from top to bottom. Uh, all, always very hospitable, extremely friendly, and uh, glad to go up there and be able to shoot and all that fun stuff. Uh <clears throat> Really excited about working on and bringing to you uh, allmudders.com. It's going to be a new site dedicated more towards the various forms of mud racing going on, and uh, you know, as well as working on all new stuff for allmonster.com. Um, the event this weekend was great. Um, got a chance to see some new uh, new pieces and some stuff run for the first time. Um, you know, everybody has been working hard all winter long, getting their stuff. You know. Worked on it in gear, uh, Ryan Anderson and Son of a Digger, the mud truck, I guess we have to clarify now, uh, did a great job. Uh, that truck, you know, prepared by Craig Barnhill, uh, fantastic piece. It's always flying. Uh, Colton Shell and uh, the Big Bad Wolf, 
that is a bad piece right there. That truck absolutely flies. Uh, really fast passes in every class that he ran. Really, that truck is absolutely stout. We also saw in the uh, dinosaur class that they run down there, um, we also saw King Sling and Bad Company, both Dennis and Adam Anderson, getting involved and having some fun. Um, both of them had great runs on their first passes, but it was their second passes that uh, ended up leading them to some trouble. On uh, Adam Anderson's second pass in Bad Company, took an awkward bounce on the first hill in the, mu- in the first mud pit, and uh, it actually ended up knocking the leaf spring loose and uh, ended up uh, coming off and, you know, wadding things up a little bit for Adam, cut his run short there. He was uh, pretty close to the finish line. He almost made it the whole way around the track, but once the front end started jamming up and everything, it was done for from there. And then uh, Dennis Anderson was on his way to another fantastic pass in King Sling on his second pass in the dinosaur class, but got a little crossed up coming out of the pit. And when he tried to uh, power out of the, the end of the pit there, he got the truck up on the back wheels and uh, it just went over pretty quick, hooked on him, and then uh, set him over on his side. Uh, damaged a little bit in the front end with some, with bended up some four-link bars and drive-line parts and stuff like that. But all in all, the truck, you know, wasn't too bad off. Uh, I'm sure Dustin Brown and everybody will be will have the King Sling back together for its next event. But uh, if you ever get a chance to, while you're down here on the Outer Banks, you know, be sure to run over and check out uh, Dennis Anderson's Muddy Motorsports Park. It's a great time, and... Uh, We'll be looking forward to providing you with everything that we can from uh, the Money Motorsports Park on uh, the upcoming allmutters.com. Definitely an exciting weekend there for the uh, Money Motorsports Park. want to thank uh, everybody involved there. Of course, Dustin, for his great photography. You will be able to see that very soon. And uh, we're looking at unveiling allmutters.com very, very in the very near future. And uh, we're excited about that. Excited to bring you another form of motorsports that a lot of people will be able to cross over into from monster trucks or vice versa. So big thanks to Dustin Hart. The entire allmutters.com team is going to be working hard on that. And uh, we're going to bring you some different stuff from allmonster.com to allmutters. Okay, now we're moving into the second quarter, I call it, of the monster truck season. And we have a lot of interesting things going on, as we just mentioned from our end of things, and of course those involve some of the monster truck teams. Uh, Some of the things that I'm seeing happening are, uh, you know, uh, the sport overall is just expanding. It's exploding in popularity. I see more events for more promoters popping up every year. Uh, Monster Jam is expanding their empire uh, stateside as well as continuing their domination of the Europe Tour so far. And as we saw earlier this year, uh, Outback Thunder, the Australian monster truck, came over and uh, did an event in Chicago, Illinois, for the Monster Nationals. And it will also be featured at the uh, Detroit Pontiac Silverdome show, among others. So be on the lookout for that. That's definitely a theme that we're seeing this year in Monster Trucks is a little bit of crossover from all over the world uh, to the United States and from the United States to all over the world. Uh, Basically, my theme is the sport's getting bigger and drivers have more of an opportunity now than ever to make a name for themselves and to build up some momentum. Uh, for the rest of the season so guys what do you guys see happening in this second quarter i agree completely robbie that is definitely something that we are seeing uh the you know expansion in the mantra truck industry as a whole you know even seeing some of the new names come back uh stinger and um some of the names like that coming back you just don't know what what you really you turn around and you hear news every day 
Um, so we really don't know what's next. I mean, we just hear USA One's coming back with a new new owner, new driver, and, and everyone's really excited about that. And so, I mean, it's just kind of a wait-and-see pattern. We don't know really, you know, what's next. And Well, I think, you know, one thing of interest here is, you know, Central America, it, it gets kind of overlooked a little bit um, in the run of, you know, some of the events going on with everything that we have going on in the United States. But, uh, you know, things are really doing well for Monster Jam in Central America. Um, this year they have four stadium events in one weekend in Costa Rica. And uh, that's a huge deal because it really, I mean, Four stadium events, um, you know, it's not the same kind of capacity as some of the stadiums here in the United States, but, you know, that's a big deal to be running down there, you know, that many shows packed into one weekend with a with an absolutely stellar lineup down there. Uh, you got Carl Van Horn and Gravedigger. Um, as Robbie mentioned earlier, Alex Blackwell will be in Batman, uh, Lupe Souza and El Toro Loco, Neil Elliott and Maximum Destruction, you know, bliss goes on and on, but, uh, you know, things seem to be doing very well down there for uh, Monster Jam and Feld Entertainment in, in Central America, as well as, you know, they're always expanding European tour. Uh, you know, they'll be doing some stuff over in uh, the United Kingdom uh, in May, as well as, you know, some other events in the fall. And, uh, you know, things are seem to be doing very well internationally. You know, uh, we're seeing things building up in Australia with more and more events over there, as well as, you know, the guys... Uh, in Europe are still, you know, doing their events and stuff like that, and we're seeing things, you know, kind of catch up more to where things are here stateside. Definitely. The big winner here, I think, is, the, is besides the fans, obviously, is the drivers. Uh, there's a lot more opportunity for seat time if you have more shows. Uh, you know, trucks are, are obviously expanding. We're seeing a lot of new new iron coming to the sport, so to speak. But, uh, you know, I, I don't think that there's a, it's a bad thing to see Dennis Anderson, the rest of the Anderson boys running out at the motorsports park when they're not driving a monster truck. As we say, throttle rhythm is throttle rhythm. And, uh, you know, anytime you can get a little practice behind the wheel of something, uh, that's obviously a good thing. We've seen guys like Damon Bradshaw, the George Bellhands, you know, some of those people that are in other forms of motorsports that are always, you know, messing around on something with an engine. And uh, that's a big win. You know, you can come in and, and uh, you know, not necessarily transfer everything, but you've had practice. You're not just sitting around doing nothing when there isn't a monster truck event. So that's cool for the motorsports park. And uh, there's more events overall, as I mentioned. So, you know, whether it's, you know, the Philadelphia monster jam coming up new stadium in Baltimore or return to Cincinnati, any of the other shows around the globe, uh, there's a lot more people getting a lot more seat time. And uh, I think that showed even this past first quarter uh, in the parody in the sport, you know, it was pretty rare Obviously, Dennis Anderson had a big racing, you know, winning streak that was well publicized. But the rest of the field was pushing him every weekend. And, you know, freestyle, there's just anybody can win at any time. And we really mean that. You know, it used to be that, for lack of better words, there were only a few trucks that had a shot at freestyle at certain events. And now it's, it's you know, if there's 12 trucks, 1 through 12 have an opportunity to win. So, I like that personally. I'm excited for that. And uh, you get to look at some of these events over the summer and watch the development of some people. You know, I'm, I'm interested to see what Morgan Kane's going to do this summer. He had a he had a solid first quarter and, uh, you know, really did a good job his rookie first quarter. I'm excited to see him build on that momentum. He was pushing the big guns in Naples this weekend. So stories like that are definitely ones to watch out for as we head into the second part of the Monster Jam and Monster Truck season. 
Yeah, you bring up a great point with Morgan. Uh, you know, he's continually learning. He's always, you know, you know, with the consistent schedule that he's got, you know, really there hasn't been much downtime for him. You know, it's only been a month since the last time he was in the seat. And so, you know, all of a sudden, bam, he's right back in the fold here, you know, doing Naples, then Ocala next weekend, Virginia Beach in a few weeks, you know, staying busy, keeping active. And, uh, you know, he's going to get a lot more experience really quickly. You know, uh, now he's finally getting a chance to, really get to leg the truck out again, get the truck outdoors, you know, and it's a great learning opportunity. You know, he was pulling off some slap wheelies this weekend in uh, Naples, picked up a couple of wheelie contest wins. Uh, you know, I see big things coming from Morgan. That kid is determined to get out there and make a name for himself. Uh, really, he's got the, he's got the, uh, he's got the determination. He's got the grit. He really wants to go there, get out there and do a fantastic job, be a great driver and be a star of the sport. Definitely, and uh, one of the things that you mentioned was him doing slap wheelies and things like that. You don't always get an opportunity to do that in a venue as small as, say, Raleigh, where you were at, uh, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. Here, you kind of get to play around a little bit more, for lack of better words. A bigger course on the outside. A lot of these speedways and things that we see, and even as you alluded to earlier in Costa Rica, you know, four big stadium shows is is a couple of things. A, it's a tall order for the crew and the drivers it's a long weekend it's strenuous but b you get a lot of seat time on a big stage and i won't say there's no pressure or anything because there is but it's a lot of practice on a big stage and uh you know a lot of people can head into next year with the confidence you know hey i've not this isn't my first arena show this is my first big stadium show anymore i got some practice this summer so that's uh, not to be undervalued Ed, uh, what are your thoughts on some of the uh, the themes coming into the second quarter of 2011? The one thing that I, I definitely agree with you guys is the seat time. Uh, I really think that that's going to help a lot of the younger talent, like you know we just talked about Morgan Kane and some of the other drivers like that, uh, the younger drivers, even some of the veteran. It's going to help you know uh, transition from being in a small arena going to you know maybe a bigger floor for the summer, uh, so they can get vast and and understand the all the different types of courses that they're going to have to run throughout the whole career and you know maybe maybe coming out in the summer they get to run a bigger event and to some people you wouldn't you wouldn't think that that actually would help them when they're going back to smaller but you know it actually does help them a lot with uh tuning their shocks and and their motor and what they can and can't do in the spaces that they have so uh that's a big thing for me the seat time like you guys just alluded to one of the things that jeremy slifko told me after i talked to him after his first experience at the world finals was you know, I'm racing against guys that have had upwards of 50, 60, 70 runs down this track. And this is only my, you know, first through third run. So experience is not to be undervalued on a big arena, uh, you, know, you know, as well as experience in general. If you look at the people that have been on the Europe Tour for the past several years, they, they are the people that are at or near the top of the sport. Adam Anderson, Damon Bradshaw, Alex Blackwell, all these guys, Charlie Pawkin, have had plenty of opportunities to run during the summer. And, uh, you know, I hope that we see a lot of people get that opportunity this summer. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about it as always. We have a lot of great things going on at allmonster.com. And I want to thank everybody for their support. Again, be sure to check out that client's bar, we'll call it, at the top of allmonster.com. As well, we have favorited and liked a few videos on our YouTube channel, All Monster Videos. So be sure to check that out. Uh, stuff from the Muddy Motorsports Park, Montreal, 
and you know everything there so be sure to check that out on facebook hit us up go into your search bar on facebook and type in allmonster.com on track we'd love to hear from you we'd love to talk monster trucks muddy motorsports park anything you want so hit us up on there and be sure to check us out follow us on twitter at twitter.com backslash the all monster for dustin and ed i am robbie hot we want to thank you for checking out this week's allmonster.com beyond the lens And that's it for this edition of the AllMonster.com Beyond the Lens. On behalf of everyone here at the show, please tune in next time and thank you.